Mark Patterson, he is president for Federated Farmers in Otago, joins us on the muster for the first time this year, actually. G'day, Mark. Thanks for joining us. Afternoon, Andy. Good to be here. Uh, how's things looking around Lawrence Way today? Oh, another day in paradise. It's uh, dry as a chip. Um, a bit of rain uh, forecast tomorrow on Wednesday. It looks like about 25 mil from what I've seen, so that, that would be gratefully received, not, not a a drought breaker, but certainly get us on the way a little bit. Uh, desperately needed. How's things looking on the farm there on Breakneck Road? Uh, yeah, well, we've actually probably um, parts of West Otago and, and out here sort of Lawrence Way, we've copped a few thunder showers, so we haven't been the worst affected, but fast ways of Otago are, are critically dry. Now uh, we've got a... Um, we've been having some meetings with, with MPI and... and various local authorities and another one tomorrow morning uh, for which we'll be discussing a, a formal drought declaration. So the area that's being affected at the moment is more or less like to the Waitaki South, isn't it, by all accounts? Yeah, sort of south of Palmerston um, and certainly coast of Otago now, pretty dry in central Otago and uh, you know, in, in pockets like Moa Flat and, you know, through Roxburgh and, and like it's really um, correctly dry in some of those areas and some farmers are saying it's the driest they've seen it um, in, in terms of water levels and, and stream flows and, and the like. So, yeah, it is uh, pretty critical now. And everything's just a few more weeks earlier than last year. Um, it's probably from now onwards we started getting that weather dry or that dry season that we had. But this year, Mark, because it's occurred earlier on, um, has made things a lot more difficult for people. Yeah, it has. I mean, the positives are that, you know, we had a good spring. So there's a lot of yeah. supplementary feed about. So that's, that's on the positive side of the ledger. Uh, and also the fact that it's still, you know, it's late summer. So there's still a chance if we get some rain tomorrow and start getting some rains that we've got, got an autumn. Uh, ahead of us to to get some feed away for winter, uh, which we haven't had for the last couple of years. Um, so, uh, and let's hope that La Nina fades and and we we can get a, a few rain systems coming in. Uh, on the negative side, I think, you know, the the way that you know on farm costs have skyrocketed and you know the. The product prices, uh, you know, if you're, you're quitting store lambs or even your prime stock, um, you know, that we're being really squeezed there. So uh, it's going to be a really, I think, whilst we, you know, still have some hope that we can salvage in autumn, I think it's going to be very difficult financially for, for a lot, if not all, farmers this year. Yeah, just what Jamie King was saying before, Mark, about just concerned about the lack of transparency around scheduling as well with meat companies as a concern and a frustration for farmers, I suppose. But it's no new question, is it? It's not a new question. And, you know, the capacity obviously has been an issue too that's uh, frustrated farmers yet again. Uh, and then you sort of see schedules in other parts of the country that are well north of what we're being offered. And, you know, you start to, you know, it's a bit... It, it, it's hard not to be a wee bit despondent about some of those things uh, when you, you know, you've got very few options in front of you. 
Mark, we'll talk about the situation up north. A lot of people wanting to donate feed to go north. There's been a lot of Facebook pages very proactive regarding getting um, feed up to the people that need it, Hawke's Bay North. Uh, but um, it's not the most practical thing at the moment. You know, from a Fed's perspective, what's a good avenue for people to look at if they want to donate? Yeah, look, we've been inundated with people uh, wanting to offer help, uh, which is uh, magnificent. Um, I guess there's three areas where feds are working on at the moment. The first, obviously, is, is within the response and just, you know, the farmers up there, it's still at a point where you're trying to get chopper fuel or food into them because they haven't got access to, you know, to feed the family and, and keep machinery uh, going uh, or generators going. Uh, so, you know, that's very much an emergency response, but now we're turning our thought to the recovery response or, or, or starting to enact a re recovery response. So the, the Farmy Army uh, that's been stood up in other areas is uh, about to go live. And uh, if you go onto the Federated Farmers uh, webpage, there's uh, a place, there'll be a place there uh, within an hour or two, I think, where the um, you, you can register your willingness or ability to go up and help uh, and that will be matched with people that uh, are requesting help. Uh, we're also looking at standing up a service uh, through uh, the likes of Farmlands and PGW Farm Source, uh, where you can donate uh, fencing uh, materials or, um, you know, primarily uh, fencing gear at the stage, seed, that sort of thing. Um, so where you'll be able to have your account charged and the stuff delivered up there, which is uh, just working through their systems to, to get that up and running. And I know John Pemberton and his crew at uh, Ag Proud are looking at uh, similar initiatives too. So, you know, that's that's a really tangible thing people can do. Of course, you can donate through the Federated Farmers uh, webpage and, and rural support. So... There's a number of initiatives going on. I know we're talking with Air New Zealand about the potential for getting some flights uh, maybe a wee bit later on and getting a team going up from Otago and I know Southland and, and Canterbury looking at similar initiatives. So there's a lot going on. There's a, you know, attempt everyone wants to help all at once. We've got to measure it a little bit, provide the acute help that's needed right now. Um, but it's going to be a long haul and, you know, we're going to have to be prepared to uh, put our shoulders to the wheel uh, over the next few weeks and months. It just shows the, the generosity of the people and the farmers down here in the south, though, I think, as well, Mark, considering what we're going through with the dry spell here and certainly with rain, but people more than happy to offer feed, etc., and their services up north. It's definitely heartwarming. Oh, it's, it's incredible, the... Uh, the community spirit and the uh, collegiality uh, and solidarity that's been shown. And I know, you know, farmers are doing it. We are doing it pretty tough down here at the moment. And we don't want to minimise that because it's, you know, for, for all involved, it's it's serious. But, um, you know, at least if it rains tomorrow, we've still got our infrastructure and, and whatever, and we can, um, you know, we can move on. But for those guys, it's, you know, it's going to take... You know, literally years. Uh, you know, we're all yeah. hearing stories now. We all have personal contacts up there, and it's it's really hard to hear some of that stuff. It must be really overwhelming when you're in that situation. When you're talking a couple of metres of silt just lying all over grassland and in these properties where all the orchards are, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, where do you start? I mean, yeah. you know, just sharing one uh, 
story uh, yesterday actually about a farmer that his creek was 15 metres above its normal flow and Jeepers. 200 slips on his farm and you know, just where do you where do you start there? And and uh, you know, I know it's it's great, but farmers down here are are looking at ways to um, you know put the shoulder to the wheel and and help out fellow farmers and and need. Good on you, Mark. Appreciate your time on the muster as always. Thanks, Andy. Mark Patterson, there, president for Targa Federated Farmers. So as he said, um, go to the Fed Farmers page, have a look on Facebook, their social media channels, to get a bit more of an understanding if you want to contribute because logistics are the big thing at the moment. Um, I've also got John O'Pemberton on the show tomorrow from an ag prowl perspective as to what they're planning on doing. But also, if you want to text Cyclone to 3493, it's an instant $3 donation. Um, so far, donations are at $4 million so far as well. And that's the NZ Herald, NZ Me. Um, initiative too so there are other avenues out there for people who want to donate as well if you just aren't in, aren't in the position to give some feed coming up next we're going to catch up with Glenham Farmer Dean Ravage yeah.